Hello and welcome to the Life 365 podcast. That's L-Y-F-E for living your faith every day because faith is not just for Sundays. We live what we believe every single day. And my goal is to inspire those who are willing to believe a better life for themselves and those around them because the battle is truly won or lost in our beliefs. Today, I want to talk about the power and the problem of the mind. And it's probably going to take a few episodes to cover this one. I am super excited about this topic because it has been one of interest for me for quite some time. I always wanted to understand why we all do what we do and how to have better control of our outcomes. Faith truly is what we believe and why we believe it starts in our minds. What some may not realize is that our minds are not our brains. While our minds so often influence our brains, our minds are abstract and somewhat mystical, and our brains are more concrete and physical. The brain is an organ, and the mind is more like a phenomenon. Brains are visible, like in an autopsy, you can um, find our brains, but We can't find our minds. Our minds are invisible, but they are very much alive and kicking. Our brains are more like facts and our minds are more like opinions. When someone has a mental break, it is said that they have lost their mind or gone crazy or gone mad. While if you lost your brain, you would be brain dead. And that always results in lights out or game over because we can't live without brain function. Our minds are the part of us that feels, perceives, thinks, desires, and reasons. And all of this happens either consciously or subconsciously. The mind is so powerful that it can override even the facts that are known by our brains and hijack the show. The mind and the brain are more like siblings than twins. The brain is like the studious sibling that does what he or she is told. And the mind is the wild child who left to his or her own devices or undisciplined in any way will not only wreak havoc, but will influence everyone else to play along. Your mind can actually change the way that your brain operates. The brain is set up to respond to its cues, but it does not know the difference between what is real and what is fake. And that is where the problem and the power comes in. Your mind can see something. And yes, your mind has eyes and ears of its own and can send an erroneous message to the body that your body will act on. Case in point, you can watch a movie or a TV show and be moved as if it were real. You know it's not real, but you might cry, scream, get tense, get irritated, cheer, or get empowered, and it's all fake. You will even have characters that you love or hate so much that the actors will remind you of the characters that they play. This is such a real phenomenon that some actors have had their careers affected because they've gotten typecasted. Their faces become associated with certain roles and it becomes hard for people to even see them in a different way. So some of them go with it and just play similar roles while the greats work hard to act so well that they are seen differently. This is what Denzel did in Training Day. Why? 
because it takes great measures to overcome what we have already made up in our minds. Another example of how powerful the mind is, is how some actors are affected by their personal, by the roles that they play. Leading ladies and leading men fall in love because they were acting as lovers. Anthony Hopkins is said to suffer depression because of the roles that he plays. And I want to read something he said in an interview. He said, I've never been aware of it in the past, but it I guess it does affect me. I remember when I played Nixon, I had a sort of minor crack up, depression and all of that sort of thing. And with this last part, I did feel unwell. I just felt depressed. I don't think I'm crazy, but I think if you're on set every day, dressed like that and speaking those lines as I was, I think it gets into your nervous system because the body doesn't know what's happening. He also refused to do more than two takes when he was um, filming a heart attack scene because he knew that he got into character so well that if he kept doing those scenes repeatedly, his body would not know that he was not having a heart attack. Y'all, that is major. How much is what we're doing, what we're listening to, what we're informing ourselves with, causing us to act and believe in such a way. Now, it's one thing when we're talking about how the mind informs us in entertainment, but the mind is informing us in real life as well. The mind influences how we speak to and think about ourselves, and it affects how we speak to and think about others. Do you know how many relationships are affected by the power of the mind? I look at all of the dating information that's being given and all the advice that's being given on social media, and I shake my head at a ton of it. He's got to be this and she's got to be that. But the sad and true reality is that if we don't have our minds set to see a person differently than our past project, we can meet amazing people and either wear them out and run them off or leave them ourselves because we can't stop seeing the past and thinking that we see it in him or her. Our minds can be like London Fog, Samsonite, and Toomey when it comes to manufacturing baggage. That's why the mind is so powerful. Then you add all of this negative information telling you how to feel beforehand, and it's not always good. It can make us suspicious. It can make us judgmental. And it can make us so on guard that we're not having a direct relationship with another person We're having a relationship with the other person through a tainted lens. There are some things that no matter what another person tells us, if we don't believe it true for ourselves, we won't believe it. That's why we have to work on having something systematic in place in our lives to control how we believe what we believe. It's not even just enough to read the word because what will happen is that the word will get affected by what we already believe about ourselves. We have to tackle the dysfunction that's in our minds. For example, when I'm over a certain weight, I don't feel attractive to myself. 
and everybody around me knows if I don't like my hair, it's World War III. In those times, there is nothing that anybody else is able to do to make me feel better. Now, I've grown to know that this is something that I have to fix for myself. But when I was younger, I used to think it was someone else's job to fix that or to make me feel secure. But now I know that if I'm not secure in myself, I can put enormous burdens on others to do that for me. And the real thing is that the weight and the hair is not the problem. It's just a symptom of what I'm really believing about myself. Because without the hair and with the weight, maybe I don't feel valuable. Maybe I've tied my value to my appearance when my value is non-negotiable. My value is naked. My value doesn't have hair. My value doesn't get on a scale. But those are the things that our mind can tell us. And the real work that I have to do in those times is to find the lie that my mind is telling me. We think that the mind is taking perfect notes, but the mind is super subjective. It doesn't just record facts. It records feelings, fears, desires, judgments, regrets, and the list goes on and it plays it all back to us at the most inopportune times. But this is no new phenomenon. Paul, Paul in the Bible even said this, I find a law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. In my inner being, I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me prisoner of the law of sin at work in me. What a wretched man that I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So I, myself in my mind, I am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, I am a slave to the law of sin. Now, if you know anything about Paul, Paul had a miraculous conversion experience. Paul was killing Christians and he was on a road on his horse and he had a miraculous experience where he saw the Lord and he came to faith and totally changed his life. But you want to know something interesting? Even that amazing experience did not exempt Paul from this same struggle of his mind telling him to do one thing when he wants to do another. Even though Paul was responsible for most of the New Testament books of the Bible, you can still hear his struggle. Now, the Bible says that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So we can say, well, maybe it was the devil doing all that to Paul. But the Bible also says that if we resist the devil, he has no choice but to flee. So we can't blame this trouble with our minds on the on the devil. It's really those desires that are already at work in us. Those desires that are so informed by our mind, our minds that are so influenced by our past and everything that we've gone through. So the solution for this problem, how to have power over our minds. It has to be found because without it, we're helpless to our minds. 
But the good news is this same power that can be used to drive us insane can be harnessed to drive us to peace and productivity. So that's what I want us to talk about in the next couple of episodes is how to gain power over our minds. So until we come together again, I want to challenge us to begin being aware of the state of our minds. Take a step back because the mind doesn't have to drive us. We can actually observe the mind. We need to start asking, like, what kind of thoughts are we thinking? Is our mind helping or hindering us? Back in the day, the NAACP used to say, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And it's true. What are we doing with our minds? Are we using it for power or are we using it for pain? My purpose for being here on these airways is to walk with you as we all attempt to live our very best lives. And as I always say, it starts with the mind. So until next time, think higher and uh, inspire those around you to do the same. God bless. <music>